Hey, Taco Tuesday fans, this is Christian Brindle. And I am Glenn Shelton. We came together and combined our forces to create something special for insurance agents called Taco Tuesday. Let's talk about insurance. My company, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, and my company, Lead Heroes, is here to bring you the latest and greatest news happening in the insurance industry today and eat some tacos while we do it. If you enjoy the content that we put out on this podcast, feel free to leave us a review or subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Without further ado, let's get into this episode of Taco Tuesday. Did we do it? I think we did it. We're live. We're live. Mm, mm, Taco mm. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday troops, as I have called you. Today I have a special, special tacos here. I'm gonna I'm trying to show it without making a mess. It's gonna be hard. Okay. Rolled tacos, guys. Christian doesn't have tacos, so I'm bringing the heat today. Rolled tacos, that's amazing. Uh, there's some rice stuck to it. That's just bonus rice. It's falling everywhere now. Um, bonus now, rice. <laughs> I also have bean burrito and churros. So stay tuned. You're going to see me plow some churros today. Oh, and my lucky horchata from Victoricos. So, I mean, in my opinion, I think that churros are more or less just sugared rolled tacos. That's all they are. They're doughy, sugary rolled tacos. What's the difference between a churro and a donut? That's the question. The churro's um, skinny and long, and the, the so, and the donut's more like you know squishy and round and. True. I don't know where I'm going with this, but. I think that was very specifically accurate. I like it. I know. I know. Um, I think. I think I think with the churro though, I I would like to refer to the churro as the sugary doughy rolled taco because that's what it is in my opinion. Someone said it's a Mexican funnel cake. I like that. I feel like I have to show it now. Yeah, there's so much churro talk going on. Look at this. I ordered one churro. This is Victory. Shout out to you, Victory. Goes Taco Bell. Our unofficial sponsor is getting a run for their money <laughs> today. Victorico's. I ordered one churro, and Victorico's. It's almost like they knew I was going on camera with this because they doubled it up, guys. I paid for one churro, and they sent me two. Wow! And it's wrapped up like Christmas. So if you're hearing this, if you're if this is the audio you're listening to, and you hear it, you're like, "What is going on?" It's double layered. It's tin foil and paper. Can't get it out. Oh well, well, you know, they they realize that the the tremendous audience of the talk the, the the tacoites the the titans, um, <laughs> is is great free publicity. You know the tacoites, guys. If you're hungry, the titties. If you're hungry and it's a Tuesday and you're in the taco troops, the taco army. ASMR is going hard, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Churros. 
I could dance right now. That's how good that churro is. So I don't have any tacos today, guys. Um, that's because I'm still a little under the weather from my little demon at home that, you know, goes out, finds disgusting illnesses, brings them home, slathers them all over me. Um, so instead of tacos today, I have the delicious cough drops. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What Can if you hear that on the audio? Oh, there you go. What if what if there were taco-flavored cough drops? Would you buy them? Absolutely. I would buy nothing else. I don't even know what that would taste like, though. That would be I think wild. It probably taste like, I think it'd probably taste like butt, but because I'm so committed to the tacoites, I would buy them anyway. <laughs> All of you tacoites out there, we're committed. Um, yes, guys, we have COVID Christian is back. He's here to make another, <laughs> he's making another showing for us. COVID Christian uh, claims nine, nine false. We talked earlier. I think he said he's taking and, nine and next week. Next week, by the way, I'm going to Tupelo. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's coming. <laughs> the gurus. They're going to get infected. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing in Tupelo? Oh, what's next week? Is um I think it's next week. Let me just make sure. Yeah, next week is the behind the agency thingy. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was next month. I guess next month's now because it's June. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out and to the, and- shout out to this event. This event actually looks spicy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Spicy. Definitely. I'm 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 excited about it. Um I think they got an event going. In June, I think they have another one in July and another one in August. So I think there's a couple of different ones for people that maybe couldn't make the initial um, going going out party for the first one. Yeah, I think, there's, I think um, isn't he doing another behind the agency right before eight percent next month? Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. Um, I think there's three or four of them that he's doing. And so I guess it's just, you know, it's clearly popular. So what's you know? your, what are you, are you going to be just kind of talking or what? You have like a, a session? Mm-mm. Nothing like that. You're I'm just attendee. there to attend. I'm just like You're anybody an else. I'm an attendee. I'm just like anybody else. I see. Yeah. I'm just a civilian. I'm just a civilian like everybody else. <laughs> the Taco General is going as a civilian, guys, next week behind the agency. That is amazing. Taco civilian. The Taco civilian. <laughs> so, guys. Right, so, let's let's kind of jump into this topic let's here. Do it. Um, we have a big topic today. About- yeah, I mean, I mean, and this is a topic that could it's I think it's one of those topics that could turn into a two, three hour Taco Tuesday if we let it. So I think there's a lot to cover here. And that's about um, turning 65 business, right? Like it's probably the most depending on who you talk to, probably the most valuable business you can get in the Medicare space, because if you're selling Medicare Advantage, you obviously get a lot higher commission than maybe if you're doing replacements or Medicare supplement replacements or anything like that. Um, 
the if you're selling Medicare supplements, these are people that don't have to pass health questions. They don't have to go through underwriting, right? You don't have to deal with underwriting guides. Like if you specifically only sold T65 business, you would never need to touch an underwriting guide. You wouldn't even know what they are, you know? Like they're just a mystery. They're just a myth you hear about, you know, on <laughs> faraway land. <laughs> um, but that being said, you know, turning 65 business is also probably one of the most saturated um, forms of business you can go after over the course of the year, right? You have carriers that just saturate these people. You have other agents, you have call centers, just you name it. It's just all over the place. Um so I know that at Lead Heroes, right, you guys offer turning 65 specific leads. I was curious to kind of get your take on it because it's kind of an interesting interesting perspective. Talk about the challenges of maybe going after that, that demographic. There's a million challenges. As I continue on my churro journey here, you guys, we're going to talk about this. This <laughs> is a huge, huge topic. Christian and I were like floating ideas around. And then we started talking about T65 and then we had like a 10 minute conversation earlier about T65 because there's so much to talk about. Like we could get off into the weeds and like at first, I think we were both kind of skeptical. We're like, well, we've already talked about turning 65. Do we need a whole episode for turning 65? Here we are. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Oh, that's a crunch. That's a crunch. If I've ever heard a crunch. I'm getting cinnamon everywhere. But that's not my problem, right? That's someone else's problem. Um, that's someone else's problem. That's so, the wife's you know, problem. I was gonna say maid. But <laughs> another synonym for that is wife. Correct, Krista. Hundred bonus points for you today, sir. Um, totally kidding. It's not a new mic. It's an old mic, but. If you're commenting on that, it's because in a previous video, my microphone was going through the computer. That's neither here nor there. So to get back on topic here, you hear this stat thrown around in the industry every day. There's 10,000 seniors turning 65. There's 11,000 seniors in the United States turning 65 every single day for the next 20 years. Buckle up. Put on your jumpsuit. We're going to the moon. We're going to sell every single senior a new Medicare policy. Oh, my gosh. Everyone, it's like Bitcoin all over again. We're rich. We're rich. Dogecoin to the moon. Dogecoin Dogecoin. to the moon. GameStop, Dogecoin. It's all of it. It's like AMC. AMC. (laughs) Um, But it's in the, the reality is. It's almost the opposite of that. It's it's one of Tesla's early model rockets that explodes <laughs> on the launch pad because it sounds like a gold mine. The problem is there are so many people trying to mine the same gold. Christian talked about some of it. There's a huge sector here that people don't think or talk about, and that's the investment sector. Um, correct. That's another point to make too, is when you're talking about 10,000, 11,000 people turning 65, that's the entire United States. So if you're only looking at one state or a couple of states, that number shrinks. And if you're only looking at a few counties, yeah. that number shrinks again. 
So again, there's a lot of perspective that you need to take in, into account there. But the thing I want to touch on here is the investment sector. We had Ron Ray, the legend on Taco Tuesday, talking about how his approach to Medicare is from the retirement specialist angle. He's going after the finances, you guys, whether he's rolling him into an annuity himself or it's going under management with one of the companies he works with. Bang, bang, bang. You have to realize there's also a huge group of people who don't even care about the Medicare plan. So they are marketing Medicare as purely bait on a hook. They are just trying to snag people who are near retirement and they're using Medicare to pull these fish out of the water and some of them won't even write the Medicare plan. It's literally, hey, I know you responded to our Medicare marketing because you're turning 65 soon, but we want to talk to you about your investments. So you have 10, 11, 12,000 people turning 65 every day. Then you've got agents, independent agents, agencies, you've got call centers, you have the carriers direct, you have these massive investment firms who are chasing retirement money. All of a sudden, what looked like this golden pool, this oasis in the desert is surrounded by everyone you can imagine trying to fish from this same pond. Um, and all of a sudden, it just doesn't look like you're going to the moon anymore. You know? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I think the other thing, too, that's important to keep in mind with T65 business is like, it's not just one angle, too. Like, these people get mail, like, up to here, right? 100%. Um, within, within a year time span. These people get cold called. These people get door knocked. These people get um, flyers yeah. inviting them to go to events. These people get um, TV commercials in their face, stuff on their social media. Like everywhere they look, it's there. So yeah. one thing that always jumped out to me when I was cold calling early in my business for T65, because that was kind of what we did for Medicare supplements, compliance police. Um, <laughs> I was about to call. I had CMS dialed up. I was ready. I was hey, ready. Yeah. I Thank you for saying that. Um, but, but one thing that all I always remembered about that was a lot of these people were like, when you, they, when you, when they answered the phone, you got them on the phone, they were just like overwhelmed. They're like, Oh my God, another person talking to me about Medicare. Like they're just panicky. You know, um, they don't know necessarily what they need to do. They're confused. They're probably have spoken to 50 different people, all of which telling them to do a different thing, right? They're getting all kinds of contradicting information, and a lot of the information they're being given is bad information at that. You know, biased, like heavily biased information, horrific information, right? Someone that's completely biased towards a certain product or carrier. Bankers. Like, yeah. You got captive bankers agents running around banging doors, guys, yeah. just I enrolling remember, these people. I remember um, I was meeting with someone 265 in Tampa when I was living in Tampa a few years back. And, um, they met with a banker's agent before me and um, the banker's agent was very pushy, right? Very aggressive. And um, they told them that their Medicare supplement policy, if they got it through bankers would never go up in price. It would stay level, which is a bunch of bull. Um, but, but that's what they do, right? They, they, they'll say anything. That's what I've learned over the years anyway. Um, and their banker's life policy was like 40 bucks a month more. If my, my, my memory serves me correctly, 
than than a, several different carriers that I could have offered them, right? So like, this is what you're dealing with, with these T65 people. Um, they're just getting it from all angles. They're getting hammered and um, they're super confused. And everybody's situation is a little different when they're turning 65. Like, right, somebody could be working, right? If they're working and they have coverage through their employer, it might be better for them to not take Medicare yet. It might be better for them to keep working and postpone their Medicare, especially if they have a pretty good deal on their group plan. Um, so not even every single person you're dealing with that maybe enters into your pipeline that's in the T65 market that you can actually write, or it's a good thing for you to write them. Um, and so I would, I would actually even argue there's more people today not retiring at 65 than there probably has ever been in the past three, five years. More and more people are working later and later and later. And so, yeah, that's a whole nother element to that 12,000 turning 65 a day. That's never right. talked about. Right. For sure. I mean, what it comes down to with those people is you got to analyze where they're at, right? Let's say it's some, let's say it's a, a guy turning 65, his spouse is 62. Well, it might be a better deal for him to get off of the group plan and go into Medicare. He might save money, but then his wife, who's a few years younger, the only thing she can possibly get is maybe an ACA plan. And then that puts them in the red, right? Um, it might be a better thing for him, but not a better thing for her, right? Or they might have kids on the plan with them. And yep. it's dependent for that person to stay on that insurance in order for them to stay coverage, covering their family. Yep. And so it opens up this element to where there's a lot of different variables. I, I, I personally believe that when I'm teaching client, um, agents of mine to, to call leads or make calls, I think one of the hardest scripts for me to go through and teach them on is probably T65 because there's so many different ways that call could go, you know, so. I have to teach them and train them. Okay, if they're working, you say this, 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 and this. If they're not working, you say this, 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 and this. If they are working, ask about dependents. You ask about the premium, you know. And and so I think it, especially for a new agent, it's more of a complicated sale. But if you can master it right off the bat, the rest of it is easier later on. Let's back this up for a second. Let's yeah. back this up. I mean, there's so much to talk about, guys. The Tuesday feast continues. And I love it because Christian's not eating today. So I'm just going to keep eating. This is going to be a feast today. This is bean and cheese burrito. Hashtag oh, oh, you just smell. I got the rolled tacos just to keep from anybody trying to give me shit for not eating tacos. <laughs> I didn't even want those rolled tacos. This is really what I wanted. Um, but let's let's back this up for a second. So. If I were to say, Christian, I will give you 100 leads, <laughs> you can pick T65 or you can pick the older crowd already on Medicare, what would you pick? That's a great question. Um, and my answer might surprise you. I think I'd take T65. Does the time of year also play into it, though, if it was yeah. open enrollment? Yeah, it, it definitely does because – if you give me a hundred leads, let's say, where people are already on Medicare, how many of those people are on MAPDs and they're just stuck on them? A lot that you can't like do anything portion, with. right? Yeah. Like probably at least half of them. Yeah, about half. It depends on the area, but half's a good estimate. Yeah. Right. So that's how I'm looking at that. Whereas I probably have a higher percentage of a chance with the T65 people. Plus, it's also a larger reward, you know? True. Um, True ups. So, 
And I think the other thing that, that kind of factors into it is like if it's 100 leads that's just being handed to me, that simplifies the equation. But if I'm having to go out and pay for the leads, obviously I have to pay a lot more for T65 than I do the other side. Um, and well, that's because of the demand. They're, yeah. they're, hard to, they're, they're harder to come across. No, that's, that's all. That was actually a great answer. I was expecting you to just crap on T65, but <laughs> that was a much more specific, accurate answer. So to go back to when Christian mentioned that we're doing T65 leads at Lead Hero. So we have been calling the T65 market for years. And typically the target window that we do is between two and five months. So again, when we're, you you know, you're looking at this window of, of people you know, 10,000 a day. So, you know, times that by 30, that's 300,000 a month. And then times that by three months, you know, what is that? 900, almost a million, a million target people. But again, that's nationwide. So now you're boiling that million down and then it's, you know, only people that you can actually contact. And so it continues to get boiled down. So on one hand, I think a turning 65 lead is a great lead. When you find someone who is like, Hey, I haven't done anything with this yet. I've talked to a few people. I'm ready. Let's do this. That's a great lead. You can you can literally you you're enrolling them. They're a client for life. You don't have to really find anybody. But the problem is, and the number one complaint we get at Lead Heroes with our turning 65 leads is, hey, the leads you sent me, half of them are already talking to other agents, and I'm like, yeah, well, no. Yeah, I'm like, no kidding. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> this is crazy. Like, yes, obviously they're talking to other agents. And I, I tell everyone, I'm like, I can't control that. Like, we're not reselling the leads. We're not sharing these leads with anybody. And and, But yes, they're getting bombarded. They're getting mail. I mean, the last time I sat down in a senior's house and I was talking about Medicare with them, and I've talked about this story here on Taco Tuesday before, but he left the room and came back with a manila envelope. And I'm like, what is this? I'm thinking he already has a policy. He pulled out more than like 40 or 50 direct mail pieces that he had thought <laughs> about Medicare, all the different colors that, you know, the tricks people try the to pink, use. The neon, cards. Yeah. Pink, neon, green, yellow, you know, all final notice, like all of the, all of all the things. And he's I like, I'm going to read all of these this weekend. And I'm just like, no, you're not. You don't need to read Why? all of them. Half of them are nonsense anyways. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, what's, that's what would keep me away from it as an agent is how many people are trying to hit that same segment. Your chances of, of coming across another agent or an agency or a call center or a carrier you're probably going to have to fight for it. Now, some agents, I think, do well. I think some agents actually like the fight. They like they like to get in there and, and steal business. Yeah, <clears throat> I'd say Christian's one of them. Uh, Mike, shout out to Mike Gillum. He basically said he loves the suck the other day. So I know probably getting in a competitive situation like that probably just gives him motivation to close the deal. Um, and hats off to all of you. Honestly, I salute you, Taco Army Troops who are out there fighting for your business every day. But the flip side of it, like Christian said, the older crowd, they're not, you're not going to have that type of fight. It's a different fight. You're fighting with the underwriters. 
you're fighting to see if you can get them a more competitive rate. And so it kind of comes down to, you know, I gave Christian this choice. You, know, you kind of have to pick your battle. Like you're, there's, there's no free lunch here. There's, there's no easy way to get this Medicare business on the books. You're either fighting with underwriters, fighting to get people back on the phone to talk about Medicare, which maybe they don't really want to talk about, or it's the turning 65 market, which we just went through all those different things and, and these different fights you're going to have. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I missed there. What do you think, Christian? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think everything you said there was pretty spot on. Um, I think the main thing with T65, you know, and th- this is this is something that in my business is a huge part of what I do, especially in the off season. If you can build up a great referral channel or multiple referral channels, you'll you'll probably notice that you'll be writing more T65s than anything else. Because people will refer people to you when they're turning 65 and where they're getting onto Medicare. Um, that's probably 60-70% of what I write in the off-season is T65s. But it's not like I'm going out there and I'm cold calling people anymore and I'm fighting for that business as much, right? It's more so that people are reaching out to me, you know, reaching out to our office and calling into our office and booking appointments so it's actually a super easy sale. I don't really have to do as much convincing. It's more so just finding a good product for them. Um, but it's also a great commission. You know, it's also a fantastic commission. Like if I write, if, if I'm a street level agent, let's say, and I can build up a referral channel where let's say, you know, I network with, let's say I'm in a small town and I can network with all the PNC guys and all the financial planners in the area that don't do Medicare and I can get a bunch of them, let's say five, six, seven of them to send me referrals. Um, and remember, guys, if if someone has a health license, but they don't sell Medicare, you can give them a hundred dollar referral fee per app. Um, it, is, it is what it is, you know, so you can kind of make that worth it for them. But that's a great thing, you know, like if you're in a situation like that and you're, let's say, you know. Right. Is this CMS? <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, Christian sure. Brindle guy. He's out of control. Christian Brindle's live on Facebook right now. Talking about $100 referrals for T6. Is that true? Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I guess it's compliant. Continue, oh, sir. You're saying he's full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if you put, if you take that agent and let's say they're in June, right? In the middle of the year, we're the month we're in right now. If you get 10 referrals that month and let's say you're street level and you're right Medicare Advantage plans, shit, that's almost that's almost six grand. That's over five grand a commission, you know, in first year commission. Yeah. The other thing to keep in mind, and this is specifically tailored to Medicare Advantage, if you're doing, let's say, LIS, right, and you're doing LIS replacements for Medicare Advantage or GSNP sales, um, your commissions are prorated based on how many months are left to the in, in over the year. Not only is the commission half; it's not the quite the full five thirty nine; it's the two seventy but it's prorated based on how many months are left in the beginning of the year. If you write someone that's T65, you get the full thing no matter when the effective date is. It could be effective in December. My favorite um, my favorite um, people to write are people t- turning 65 December. They start their plan December 1st. I get the full commission, and then I start getting renewals in January. Those are the best. You can't beat those. Um, 
so there's definitely a lot of reasons as why turn 65 is so so um sought after that's a big reason too is because there's no prorated commissions um but i think the the good strategy there is to try to turn these t65 people as much as you can into a more of a warm market for you because i think if you're in there in the trenches like you mentioned fighting for it it's exhausting it's hard um and you're up against more competition than any other type of business you can write over the course of the year. Didn't Justin Brock say they're averaging five applications per person or per yeah. house or something yeah, I think insane? So. That's yeah. crazy. That's insane. That's really, really high app count per lead or per household. I don't know exactly what the stat was, but it just goes back to the point. If you're spending <laughs> money on the marketing you're trying to get in front of these people, you're buying the leads, you're an agency owner, whatever it is, you should absolutely be capitalizing on on any opportunity that you can write while you're in there. It'd be crazy not to. Right. It's also going to help with persistency. Now, another thing I wanted to bring up that you kind of jogged my, my mind um, is you were talking about kind of these agents. You know, final expense agents, if you're coming from final expense, you're coming from the life insurance side of the business and you're coming into Medicare, that's a gold mine for you. You know, typically you're marketing below 65 for final expense, 50, 55. Maybe, you know, again, everyone kind of will do it a little differently at lead heroes, final expense, we're going all the way down to 50. So you have a 15 year age gap where these people could potentially be aging in to Medicare. So if you sold final expense, pointing with my burrito here, but um, if, if you sold final expense to anybody under the age of 65 and they're a client for you now on your books, that is a gold mine to get someone on the books for their Medicare policy. Hey, Mrs. Jones, two years ago, I wrote your final expense plan. Do you remember that? Okay, great. You know, I also do Medicare and I noticed here, According to my records, you're turning 65 this year. You know, since I already handled that policy for you, why don't you let me handle your Medicare policy? You know, I, we can do it right now over the phone or I can be out there next week, Tuesday, whatever. So, you know, I think agents are, are a huge opportunity that a lot of people overlook. I, Christian the other day was talking about a client where he was he had a spouse where he had already written the spouse and then the other spouse was aging into Medicare. Like, that's another opportunity on the Medicare lead side. You're writing Medicare policies, using Medicare marketing, using Medicare leads. There might be spouses, husbands and wives that are under 65. If you get one of them, you know, maybe it's an older crowd lead where the husband, there's some age gaps in these marriages, you guys. Sometimes it could be a 10-year age gap. The husband could be 70. You moved him from a sup to a sup. You saved him money and the wife is 63 and she's turning 65 in 18 months. And, you know, that's as simple as a follow-up. Um, literally just scheduling that in your CRM, scheduling it in your calendar, call Mrs. Jones in 12 months and write her Medicare plan because right. you already wrote the spouse. So that's a huge opportunity that I think gets overlooked massively in the business. Yeah, for sure. Like <clears throat> when I was um when I was actively let's say like chasing down leads and cold calling and like 
not that I don't do that today, but not as much for T65. Most of my T65 is inbound, you know, like more um, where they're coming to us. But when I was doing that, you would not believe how many people I would run into where maybe like it's a wife, they're turning 65, the husband's 67, let's say. And the agent that wrote them is nowhere to be found. And they're like two months out. And the agent that wrote them, they're just like, we've been waiting for him to call. Um, we feel like, you know, we were looking for his card to call him. I was like, screw him. Don't call him. I was like, I'm right here. So I'd write the spouse, um, the wife, let's say, and then I'd come back in AEP and get the husband. It's happened countless times because the person wasn't right there, right? You need to be calling them like right away. You need to be calling them probably, you know, a lot longer than two months out, you know, um, and it's very easy to just, like Len said, to put them in your calendar, put them in your Outlook calendar or whatever you use, your Google calendar. Like that's what I do is I'll just put them in my calendar and I'll call them three, four months beforehand. Um, and it's always a layup. You know, it's the easiest deal you're ever going to get is spouses. Let's get into, because that kind of triggered what we, Chris and I were talking about before. Um, and I'm also... Leslie, you mentioned that you're struggling with T65. I'm going to ask you here in the comment. I want you to tell us what you're struggling with. So maybe Chris and I can help you. Um, but the other thing I want to get into, <clears throat> you know, there's there's a lot of different schools of thought on this. And it's how early before their actual turning 65th birthday do you market to them? And at Lead Heroes, we've done a lot of different things. And I've seen a lot of different chatter with people trying different things. So, you know, Christian, what do you think? What's the perfect time window if you're mailing, if you're calling, if it's Facebook, Internet, whatever? What's the perfect target to hit someone on T65? That's a very difficult question. Um, But I'll give my best answer here. So I think it depends on what you're doing, right? Like, If you are, let's say, you know, mailing or doing seminars or whatever the case might be, something like that, I would say six months before. I'm not a big believer of any longer than that. I'm not a big believer of nine months out. I'm not a big believer of even a year out because I understand the point of doing it that far out because you build a connection with the client, right? You stay in touch with them over the course of time. In my opinion, if I'm a new agent and I'm just getting started, I don't have necessarily all the time in the world to nurture that lead for six months, nine months, 12 months before I can actually get a sale. I need sales right away. I got bills to pay. Um, Not to say that you don't want to follow up with people, not to say that you don't want to put people in your pipeline. I'm not saying any of that, but I'm not trying to focus on getting, you know, people that are a year away from me even being able to be written. That's not, that's not my, my style. I know that there's certain people that um, do very well with doing that. Right. I'm not that guy. Um, when I was cold calling, like I said, I would do it 90 days out and we would get a lot of people. And we were talking about this earlier on the phone. We would get a lot of people that had already made their decisions from people that had gotten there before us, but we would find plenty of people just picking through that hadn't done anything yet, hadn't talked to anybody yet, had just put it off. um, And we would get plenty of people. 
And we were, and, but, but the thing is they were 90 days out or they were within 90 days out. So we were able to write them right then and there. Um, we weren't, we didn't have to wait, um, you know, months and months, maybe even are six there, months a year. By the way, while we're on this town, are there exceptions to that rule? Because I feel there's this, I have this memory in my head and it might be one of those like captive agent stories where captive agent gets to do something that no other broker gets to do. But I thought there was like, someone said that there was a six month window instead of three months for like yeah, so, or something. With a lot of med sub carriers, like mutual of Omaha, companies like that, they will allow you to write somebody six months before their, their birthday, typically. Um, so if you're writing Medicare Advantage, no. Part D, no. Um, it's 90 days from their effective date if they're turning 65. But MetSups, yes. Um, the, the, the challenges with that is most people are going to um, – I would say the challenges with that, most people are going to do the Part D with the SUP or they are going to do the MAPD, right? You can't right. do those that far out. So like if you're targeting those people and let's say you're selling bold, you're going to have to come back <laughs> and do those other ones later, you know. But yes, that but with, with, with a lot of med sub companies, you can do it up to six months out before the effective date. But okay. the, the, the thing that makes it tough like that because I used to see this all the time, specifically with Mutual of Omaha, I'd see a, a phone agent do it from the other side of the country or something. I would come in and replace it before the effective date because there's a lot that can happen between six months. Right. Um, and so it's just never been my style for that reason. But but yes, in certain circumstances, you can do it. But it's unless you're selling exclusively meds up, it, it, you're, you'll probably run into trouble. That makes perfect sense. Um, and it was a Mutual of Omaha agent that had mentioned it. So, yeah, it must have been supplement business that that, that agent was referencing. So, you know, there was just this comment. And also, um, I'm, I'm going to keep asking questions, Leslie, I see in the comments here. And my next question to you is how far out, you know, this is exactly what Christian and I are talking about, is how far out are you targeting with this turning 65 and what area are you targeting? Right. Your current 65 market, because that's probably the two biggest factors. Um, <clears throat> but in regards to so, you know, our default is two to five months. And so, you you know, you'll catch you'll catch a lot of people in the two to three month range when we're when we're doing our phone calls. And that's great because then, you know, you can enroll them right away. Um, we've done all the way from like essentially zero months to to three months. So, and, and the problem is when you get to that one month mark, 90% yeah. of seniors have already made their decision. That's and tough. So, yeah. You're getting a lot of not interested, even though they said they were. So um, two is kind of that middle ground. Three is great. Like Christian mentioned four and five is kind of that, that top of the funnel where, where you can, if you can get that name recognition with them right away and you can say, listen, I'm going to call you back in six weeks and we're going to do this and I'll get you exactly what you need. Um, it's tough because again, uh, like Christian said, sometimes a lot can happen in a short amount of time. We already talked about at the start of this episode, these people are getting blasted from all sides. Um, 
now to get in, you kind of keep rolling these dates back. So four to five months, kind of top of the funnel, six to 12 months before their 65th birthday, you're really playing the long game here. You're, 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 you know, and if you're going past 12 months, you're playing the crazy long game. You're playing like, I don't know, what's what's a really long game to cricket, I guess. Isn't cricket like <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're playing cricket in Medicare instead of playing uh basketball. I don't know, but um I I think there's an argument to be made for six to twelve months out if you have a really a really structured drip marketing system where you can talk to them and then you can kind of drip on them, hey, you know. Three more months, two months, one month, two weeks, almost have a countdown where they're expecting to do business with you. I think it can work. But the problem is, again, like Christian said, these people are getting blasted in six month window. They could be hit by 200 different agents. So you would have to you have to be really creative if that's what you're doing. So that's my my personal preference would be about two to <coughs> four months, two to five yeah. months. I, I would agree with that. I mean, I think that's a really good time period. I think that um, even I think if you're anytime you're going farther out than that, you know, the person can be completely sold on you and they'll forget about you. Not and unless you're calling them all the time, but you do have time to do that. I don't, you know, um, it's just I feel like it's just a lot of marinating work you have to do when you're doing the t- six to 12 month game. That's just been my personal opinion, and and it's a long time to wait for a big payoff, you know, to be able to get the client. And you might not necessarily even get the payoff. It's not done until the app is submitted. Right, <laughs> um, right. So even if they say they're they're going to go with you, they don't always. You know, it's happened to all of us. But um, good question by Michael. Sometimes they don't have their Medicare number, so you can't write them until they receive – that is true. Um, I believe with a, a lot of Medicare supplement companies, though, you can write them with just the social, even without the Medicare number, if you're doing an up to six months out thing. Because back in 